Hello everyone, today we will be learning the 13th chapter of Sefer Yeshua. We have concluded the Pesukim dealing with the conquering of the cities, the lands, the kings. And now we are going to learn about the division of the land. As Chazal tells us, there were seven years of conquering, seven years of division. Yeshua had been given three missions, two of them, one was, two of the three, one of them was the battling, which we read about until now. And the second one is about the division of land. This description of division of the land will take us all the way until chapter 21. Of course, different storylines will come up along the way. The Torah says like this, Yeshua was old, coming in his days, well on in his years. We only find this phrase by the tzaddikim, with the righteous, as the Medrash points out, coming with his days means that every day was a progression, every day was meaningful. And Hashem said to him, you're old. There are many areas that have yet to be conquered, but will will come to you eventually, right? As he's going to say in Perik in Pasuk Zayin, says this land that I just described for you that has not been conquered, has not been taken over. You should still divide it. In other words, divide the land as a heritage. For the nine and a half tribes who will be on the western side of the Jordan River. So although you haven't conquered every area of Eretz Yisrael, you should still divide it because everybody has to know which land is going to belong to them. And because Baruch wanted it to be done by Yeshua. And we're going to see later on in Sefer Yeshua. So now that each tribe knew which land they were going to get, did that mean only they would fight or would other people fight with them? Because until now, they were always fighting together. But once you know which tribe is getting which land, then maybe, you know, each tribe will work on their own or not, as we will uh, see. So again, the, the Torah describes the borders over here all the way into Pasuk Zayin. Take a look at your art school, Tanakh. If you don't have one, I'd be happy to share a picture with you about these different borders and what they look like. The Torah says that Reuven and God got their Nachala which they had been given by Moshe Rabbeinu Be'eveyardin on the eastern side of the Jordan River. Amazing how every time, I don't know about every time, but so many times when it says Moshe's name in Sefer Yeshua, it refers to him as Eved Hashem. And again, the Torah describes the border. Again, these are all names that we know. Rak, however, the Torah also uh, says, The children of Israel did not drive out the Geshurite, that there were areas that were not completely settled until today. Rak, as we said, which means as Yeshua was writing it. Rak, Torah tells us that Levi did not get any heritage. And the reason is because he's supposed to get his gifts, and other things from the Jewish people. Now, there were cities that belonged to Levim, which we will get to, but they didn't have a wholesale land that belonged to them. Excuse me, they had cities in, amongst other tribal territories. And Moshe gave to, to Reuven, because we sort of just mentioned the entire area that belongs to Reuven, God and half of Manasseh, and now we're going to describe what Reuven and God each got on their own. So it says Reuven got and it talks about the battle that they won in order to recapture this place. It mentions Bilam. Remember the famous character Bilam? I happen to love when Sefer Yeshua you know, brings us back to the personalities and characters uh, in from the Torah really just, you know, brings it all the more to life and to reality, that their names live on. 
It says, Bilam ben Barakaisim Hargubene Sabacharav. They remember the land when they conquered Sichon, they had to kill Bilam. Fine. Fake Vobene Ruven, that's the border of Ruven. And Moshe gave to God his following border. And the last part that our parak describes is the division of land to half of Menashe, which is very interesting that half of Menashe was on one side and half of Menashe was on the other side. If you take a look at the Psukim in Bamidbar, when Reuben and God approached Moshe, they said, we don't want to go across. Now that we've conquered these lands, uh, we'd rather stay here. So Moshe threw in, you know, yes, after the whole back and forth, the deal was that Reuben and God would fight with Bnei Israel on the western side of John River, and after they show their commitment to the entire Jewish people, they, they can then go back to the other side. But Moshe threw in half of Menashe, half of Menashe, one on this side, one on the other side. And the question is why? Uh, so some suggest, very nice reason, that by having one on this side, half on the other side, you're ensuring that a connection will remain because, you know, on this side, they'll be going to Bar Mitzvahs on this side, Bar Mitzvahs going on that side, Hasanah's weddings and things like that. So, and then that way, Reuven and God will sort of use Menashe as their connection between both sides of the Jordan River. So again, what our chapter did today was describe the borders of the eastern side of the Jordan River to Reuven God and half of Menashe, and it also told us which lands had yet to be possessed uh, by Yeshua. And again, as Chazal note, this is actually a, a, a pretty strong rebuke to Yeshua for not finishing uh, the job. But I should point out that we just read in last week's Pasha, Pasha's Mishpatim, that Hashem told Moshe very clearly that I will not wipe out the entire Jewish people at once. Ma'at, ma'at agerashenu. Hashem says, I'm going to do it slowly. So there was this balance over here, not hap- not happening all at once, but also, um, I guess, obviously happening eventually, but it was supposed to go at a ma'at, ma'at, slow by slow space. And the Torah says, what's the reason? Because if you conquer an entire land very quickly, you also need time to possess the land, right? And not enough to wipe out the people, you know, to build up the land. And the Torah says that if you would, if you would just kill everybody, you wouldn't really have the proper amount of time to to watch the land, possess the land, and the whole that land would be taken over by animals. So again, there was of course divine hashkach over here that it wasn't supposed to happen all immediately at once. But it seems like Yeshua maybe took it a little bit slower than what he was supposed to. That concludes our study for Navi for the day. As always, thank you so much for taking time today to study some Navi.